Hello and welcome to this episode of the Natural Birth Co. Podcast. We are on for our third episode of the Journey of Pregnancy with Gracie, which is our newest podcast series. So Gracie is now 20 weeks with her first babe. So if you haven't listened to the previous ones, I really recommend starting from the start and coming on the journey with us because that's kind of the whole point. And yes, in today's podcast, we talk about a bunch of pregnancy stuff, kind of crossed with just us gals catching up, if you know what I mean, but it's all in good jest, all in good fun, all in good love. So we talk about Gracie's 20-week scan, we talk about the gender and the name. We also go into the facts of having sex on pregnancy, what that's like and the potential of bleeding afterwards and what that means. So if you've had that happen or you haven't yet and that's completely new news, you'll definitely find that segment super duper interesting. And we also just talk about the development of her pregnancy, how it's all going physically, how it's going mentally. She's doing super, super well. So I can't wait for you to tune into this podcast. Um, One quick thing I wanted to mention is that I know this is coming out in January and for the whole month of January, we are going to celebrate our newest timetable with so many classes. Honestly, it's a bit unbelievable to me as my own individual self from where we came from to how many classes we now have on the timetable. Pretty freaking cool. So to celebrate that, we are having a discount of all of our memberships for our local Sunshine Coast studio. So if you've been keen on getting around some pregnancy or mums and bubs yoga Pilates bar, then jump on over to our website. The link will be in the show notes. And without further ado, we'll jump into the podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Natural Birth Co. We help women and their partners prepare physically and mentally for a natural and empowering birth experience. With pregnancy yoga, Pilates and workshops, all led by our registered midwife, we have a studio here on the Sunshine Coast, Australia. Otherwise, all of our services are available online. You can learn more at naturalbirthco.com. If you wish to advertise on this podcast, you can visit naturalbirthco.com forward slash pregnancy dash podcasts. Now enjoy this ad-free episode. Alrighty, my love. Welcome back to the podcast, my friend. Thank you. How many weeks are you? I'm 20 weeks now. 20 weeks in two days. Amazing. And how are you feeling, I guess, generally in your body at the moment? I feel really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling really good. I'm very grateful for that. Um, Good when I get enough sleep. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Okay. So... Our last podcast was at 16 weeks Mm -hmm. and uh, we have had so much happen, I feel. I know. I remember I like voice noted you like a week after we recorded and I was like, oh my God. (laughs) I've already got got so much to tell you. I've got so much to tell you. (laughs) So good. So good. I reckon, let me know if you want to start with something else, but I reckon we should start with the MGP situation. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, let's do Um, that. Yeah, so last time we – sorry, that was a big sigh out. Um, last <laughs> sorry, listeners, Gracie's I'm, fucking pumped. I'm, pu- <laughs> I'm puffing. Um, last time 
we spoke, I think I hadn't decided on what I was going to do. And I was yes. leaning, I was like, yeah, just up in the air. And it was a bit of a head fuck. Yeah. So I was still wanting to birth at home. And then I actually had this conversation with my partner and um, he just sort of got so emotional. And he said to me, um, I like, I am really scared to watch you go through this and I wish that I could do it for you is what he said. Mm. And he's like, I'm really afraid. And um, we did have a close friend pass away in childbirth last year and I think it's caused a lot of trauma for him. Mm. And um, it was after that that I like, I just saw how much it was stressing him out and mm. like his the other half of this situation. And um, I like we just spoke about it in depth and it was actually a really really beautiful conversation like I was able to like hold him when he's just been holding me crying so much so that was really nice So nice. yeah it was really really nice and like just telling him that his fears were all valid and but we're gonna learn so much you know like you know we're gonna learn a lot um and I can imagine that you know, it'll, and it'll be whatever it is and whatever. But and it was after that conversation. And um, but I was still like, you know, Brenton, like, like, I can do this. I really want to do it at home. Like I was still really encouraging that yeah. of that. And then I went for like, a, I just woke up and just felt like a bit shitty yeah, <laughs> one day. As you do. Yeah, it just felt like I was just have I was just like it had the grumps. Yeah, I had the grumps. Yes, that's what happened. I was trying to figure out whether it was um, before I got COVID or not. No, no, no. It was – yeah, it was before, yeah, because I – Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Oh, God. Um, yeah, and I went for a big walk and I was sort of just like thinking about it all the time, just like what mm-hmm. do I do? Like, oh, I'm in such a fucking pickle in my mind about this. It's so hard when you go into those indecisive moments and you're like, I know I'm being indecisive right now, but I don't know what the answer yeah, is. And yeah, and I just didn't – I didn't know. And then um, I went for a huge walk in Noosa National Park through that Tanglewood track. It's so epic. You should epic. check it out, guys, if you haven't done it. I didn't even know it was there. It's amazing. Anyway. I was just walking and I'm like, fucking hell. And then I was like, you know what? I just got to let go and I'll just go birth at the hospital. Like, I I know I have power to make this into all, – all I can do is educate myself and prepare myself as much as I can and surrender to what is in the mm-hmm. moment. You know, I know that. So overthinking this and trying to control it into being something that's not entirely flowing in the way that I want it to. So I was like, whatever, made that decision, called Brenton on my walk. And I was like, hey, just letting you know that I've decided like, let's just go to the hospital and I'm just going to work through my own fears about going to the hospital because I do, like I do have that. Yeah. Um, and he was like, like he, I think he was relieved that I had made a fucking decision. <laughs> and then, but he was very supportive. He was like, hell yeah. And then we just started, yeah, we were like, it felt really good. But literally like an hour after that, I got a call from MGP saying, well, I got a missed call being like, hey, this is Steph. And I'm like, who the fuck Steph? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I got a call from, I called her back and it was Steph from MGP saying she'd been on holidays and, um, yeah, that I had gotten in and I was like, oh, that's so fucking weird. That is so weird. Yeah. I literally just decided that I would birth at the hospital and then she called me and then, yeah. And it was also really lucky cause I, like I live out in Coroiba, so I'm out of the zone, but I like put down dad's address. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she can't come see me at my house and stuff, but we're going to meet, um, at my mom's house. So Perfect. yeah, it's going to work out and 
Yeah, so I got into that program and I met her Best on my birthday, actually, the following week. Yeah. I didn't realise I had COVID, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I was like, God, I feel off in yes. this meeting her. Yeah. But anyway, um, I met her and yeah, she's really nice and like, yeah, it was really, really nice. Um, yeah, it was really nice to like have somebody else to like talk to about it and it's, you know, at the moment it hasn't been like emotionally supportive and I don't know if that's her role, probably not. Um, I feel like I probably need that. So I'm thinking about potentially getting a doula as well yeah um just to I'm like well yeah I think having that emotional support especially postpartum as well like I'm starting to think beyond birth now amazing (laughs) you know like just like okay birth is not the be all end all birth is needs to happen for the baby to come yeah but I I'm starting to think about um yeah actually like I'm booked in an appointment with my naturopath on Monday to yeah, go through like what herbs I should start taking in the third trimester to just prepare my body to have birth, but then also support my body postpartum. Mm. So yeah, so that's, I'm birthing at the hospital. I've got my own midwife now and yeah, so. It's just the best news. Yeah, it was honestly such a relief and then meeting her and she was really nice and then um, just, yeah, knowing that you have that extra support and I like was very like open about my sort of, I don't know, um, my values and stuff, you know, and obviously she's going to do the best she can to have my birth plan go Mm -hmm. the way I want it to, you know? Um, so we've got our, we had our, we've got an appointment with her next week, um, to go through the results from our 20 week scan, which was last week at 7.45 in the morning, which my partner was like, not happy about at all. (laughs) He was like, like, how do they do appointments this early? (laughs) I was surprised as well, to be honest. She's like, can we get you in nice and early? And I was like, absolutely. And then she was like, 7.45. And I was like, the morning girl, the night owl. Yeah. I was like, that's perfect. I would have already been awake for three hours. That's fine. Um, So yeah. So that's the MDP stuff. Yes. And then Best news. Yeah. How'd you go with the scan? Yeah, so good. The scan was so good. Um, so we decided that we'd find out the gender. Yeah. And then um I literally like I don't know if I said on the other podcast, but like I really wanted it to be a girl. I don't know if I mentioned that, but Yeah, um, you did. Yeah, I wanted it to be a girl. And you thought it was gonna be a girl. Yeah, so I wanted it and I thought it was gonna be a girl and I was like just because like I'm not that big and like I've been super into like I feel a lot more feminine since I've been pregnant and um really craving lolly like sweet things you know like lollies and stuff um so yeah that was my inkling and I wanted a girl so badly I literally woke up the morning of the scan at like three it's so funny I just I just felt her kick when I was like I wanted a girl so badly she's like (laughs) that's cute. cute um yeah I woke up and like I I was like, please, universe. Like, I crossed my kid, my fingers like a little kid. I was just like, please, can it be a girl? <laughs> like, thinking that would do something. Just like, please. But like, you've got to do what you got to do. Not Crossing the- your finger works, people. <laughs> that's you the, heard it, That's yeah. the top tip for me if you want a girl. No, but like, yeah, I think I already knew it was a girl. Um, but yeah, 
This game was great. I think they're called are they called cinematographers? Cine, oh, cinematographers. Cinematographers. Yes. They are at Noosa Radiology. Shout out to you guys. You've been great. Like they are so, so funny. Yeah. Yeah. This chick just walk in. She's like, hey, going. Like she was great. And like going to places like that makes me a bit anxious. So it yes. was really nice to have that. And then, um, yeah, she was great. And the baby was great. Like and it was so epic to see her just like flipping around and just oh. moving so much and like. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she said she was a bit smaller than like how far along, just a little bit, but I like literally no part of me is worried. Like I was just (sighs) like, she'll probably grow. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm going to have a small baby. And then at the end, she'll just be like, "Mm." yeah, (laughs) come out just like tank. (laughs) Um, Oh, I just said she, oh, it's a girl. (laughs) <laughs> I just realised that I just fucked that up. Sorry, guys. <sighs> so good. That's I'm just, fine. I'm used to saying that now. Yes. Yeah, anyway, so I found out it's a girl, um, which I was so, so happy about. Like, yeah, so stoked. Amazing. And it really helped me connect more with her yeah. and to the whole process and be able to, like, visualise it. And Interesting. Yeah, really lots, like, lots and lots. Yeah, really tell helped. us about that visualisation you told me about before, about the 15-year-old. Oh, yeah. So I was in yin yoga and like should be, you know, focusing on the present moment. However, it's a bit different when you're pregnant. You're just thinking it because you, well, for me in yin and meditation, like I, especially yin when you're doing poses when, you know, you're really feeling into your ligaments and stuff and, you know, they're all relaxing and whatever. And I become a lot more aware of her presence in my body because I'm really slowing down and stuff. I would highly recommend doing some yoga <laughs> guys absolutely um, but yeah and um I was like just feeling her and I was thinking about her as a baby and you know I feel like when you're about to become mum, you're thinking about them as a baby of course but then I was thinking about her like now I know it's a girl at 15 and just like how I would want to be mothering her then and mm. like obviously I've never mothered anyone before but like just having that intention of being just like pouring so much love into her and just like, I guess sharing with her everything that I felt like I probably needed at that age. Like even just like being really open about like sex and periods and like, Mm. especially at that age and just like feeling like you could actually talk to your mom about that. And yeah. So yeah, that was really nice as well to think about that and visualize like, you know, and then once I've like, people like once I've told people that I'm having a girl they're like oh yeah girls are so much easier at the start but you know wait until they're 13 like it's just like and I'm like that's your experience bro yes. <laughs> like you don't need to be putting that on me so like it's but it is hard when you're pregnant to like shield off all of the negativity it like is. you've got to be really like aware of what you're thinking about I agree I agree yeah. I agree that's interesting because um, oh, no. you saying that. Oh no, we've got ice. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to excuse the spitting in the microphone. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, that I just kind of plunged in. I um, one of my really good girlfriends, who's the stepmama of the year, she would be listening to this podcast. She's going to know exactly who she is. She's got a, I think she's nine now, stepdaughter, and hearing her go through that process, because obviously I'm surrounded by newborns, Mm. max like two or three, Mm. and 
she's dealing with this nine-year-old and, you know, everything's happening younger at these mm-hmm. age. They're having – not having stuff, but they're talking about sex and all that sort of thing. And these days they have these amazing books that parents can go through with their kids and talk about things like sex periods, tampons, all that sort of stuff mm. – in these books but then you can talk about it with them so like you might read a chapter together and be like you know I think this is what my friend does read a chapter together and then talk about it and then over like a month they'll they'll come up with random things and questions that they have relative to them Mm. regarding that and it's just a good way to open that conversation yes and let them know using that book that you're there to talk to them about it without almost projecting your own stuff at the same time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Or going too deep too quick when they're kind of like, what are you even talking about? Because you're assuming that they know a lot more than they do or yes. whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a cool little tip too. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. I have to look into it. Got a while to go. You got a while there, babe. Don't worry <laughs> got about a while, it. Got a while to prepare for that one. Yes, but exactly. Yeah, we'll focus on – I will – I'm focusing on the, the, the newborn, obviously. Yes. But like I think it's just – it's just – I don't know, like <laughs> – like I was thinking about how each stage of the child will like have difficult times, but also really beautiful times as well. You know, 100%. like everyone's like, oh, like terrible twos and fucking. It's like because they're getting bigger and knowing how to like move around and stuff. But like, yeah. there would be so many epic times in that as well. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Honestly, majority of parents I talk to, they go through a phase and they're saying, oh, this is our favorite phase so far. I love mm. this. This is so much fun. Love it. And then every time I see them, they say, this is our new favourite phase. Aww. Oh, this is our new favourite phase. And that they just love so it. That's so cute. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what you need. You need that sort of affirmation oh, around. 100%. Mm. That's what it's all about. It that's is. That's what it's all about. Yes. So you're having a baby girl. Everything in the scan went great. And Every- we're now in MGP. Yes. Yes. Everything was all good. And yeah. Now Perfect. in the MGP program, have an appointment with her next week and Brenton's going to come to that one so he can meet her. And I asked her if I could bring the didgeridoo into the hospital because <laughs> we've been – Does he do didgeridoo? Yeah, and he's been um, like blowing the didgeridoo on my belly. Yeah, we need to do it some more actually. We have been a bit slack lately, but um, it's just been – nice. I've been away. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's beautiful and it's such a grounding sound and – I love I, the sound of the didgeridoo. Yeah, I yeah. asked her if I could bring it to the hospital. And she said yes. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I'm going to hold you to that. Not going to lie. <laughs> I didn't realize you guys were that into it. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, he's a musician. So there's a yeah. bit of music going on in my household. Yeah. <laughs> All, All the sorts. time. Yeah. Yeah. He's very much into the didge. Cool. He's really, really freaking good at the didgeridoo. Interesting. Yeah. Eventually, we would love to start doing like yoga classes where he plays the didge and I teach and stuff. Ah, that would be yeah. so nice. That would be really relaxing. It would be nice background music. Oh, it's so – it's such a beautiful, beautiful sound. It's yeah. very, very grounding. He's actually – just a quick segue. He's actually trained the birds at our house, the kookaburras. So, we have kookaburras that like – Brenton's trained for when he plays the didgeridoo, they literally fly over. Yeah, it's oh crazy, gosh. but he feeds, and that's why. And I'm yes. like, we're fucking up the ecosystem, but whatever. Would yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're loving it? We're loving it. Kiri's gonna love it out there. Oh, that's her name. Shit. <gasps> oh, <Yeah. laughs> dropped it. <laughs> Not okay, very well, good. Now at- that you've said it. Yeah, you got to tell us the meaning behind it because okay. that's the special part. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, I guess for us, we found out we wanted to find out the sex because. 
it's just been such a big shock and you know it's been mm. a big change and this whole year has been fucking huge for us like to be mm-hmm. honest like moving to west australia th- falling pregnant and then moving back like mm. you know and not knowing that you're pregnant anyway bit yes. on bit on over here um it's been a very very big year um so when we found out that i was pregnant we kind of worked back the days as you do and you kind of figure out when was the when was the insemination? Yes. Yes. <laughs> when was it? When, <laughs> when was she made? Anyway, um, I think I may have already talked about it on the podcast. I think I did the first episode. I think you may have actually. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that one, obviously. Yes. But pretty much walked up this beautiful gorge in the middle of the Kimberleys in Western Australia. No one there at all. Um, and yeah, had some sweet love in a, in a little like waterfall <laughs> and then um as we were walking back this little we're walking along this dirt road and this little whirlwind came out of nowhere and um as they do but it started coming straight towards me and literally just came like up to my body and then went through it and disappeared and we're like well that's really weird what the hell it didn't actually we, obviously we didn't realize at the time that like you know, that was the, that was the, that was the day. Yeah. Um, so, whirlwind in the indigenous uh, language of the place that we were at uh, is called Kiri. And mm. when we like looked it all up and stuff, cause it was really like special and symbolic for us. Um, so yeah, we're going to call her that. That's I'm amazing. not entirely sure if like we need to get permission or something, but we have been actually invited back out to the Kimberleys to do another stint up there. Um, in she'll, Kiri will be um, three months old and like I would love to go. Like, yeah, Brenton's like... Do a, what there? So we got flown up there to do... I did photography and Brenton played music. Ah, yeah, it was like the most epic... It's like a community sort of... No, it's a... They, they have... So the Kimberleys is like so vast, but they yeah. have these little... They call them stations. But uh-huh. this one's like a one that's just been bought um, by like an investor and they've like put heaps of money into it. So it's like glamping and it's got a bar and like wow. it's freaking epic. And they, did you see those helicopters I was going on? No. Oh, oh. I can't believe I didn't. We literally got, we literally got like flown up to Broome and then we got picked up in a helicopter and flown out. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It was great. And it happened because I had a photo shoot with somebody in Coogee Beach in Western Australia, like a family shoot that booked with me. And then, um, he was like, I was just telling him about Brent. Like, you get to know each other on a shoot, yeah. you know. I was telling him about Brent and how he's an amazing musician and everything like that. And then um, he was like, we're actually looking for a muso and a photographer to come up to. Um, it's called Mount Hart. You guys should go. If you're ever going, oh, my God, Mount Hart is honestly such a special place. And I'm not just saying that because I made a baby there. Like, the whole – like everyone was telling me how the Kimberleys has like this really special energy mm. and everything because, yeah, it's just epic. Um so yeah, he was like, "Would you guys be keen to come up and do a stint? Like, we want a f- we want a muso to be on like every night for." He's like, "Can you come up for a month?" And we were wow. we were moving back. We were moving down to Margaret River, so we were like, "Oh, probably can't do a month because we had to like physically move out of our house." So we literally just like sold all of our shit and we yeah got flown up there and it's like it was like the most incredible experience. Like amazing. We were so happy in that t- in that time. Like it was after like a bit of a rough time as well. Like in yes. Frio, like we were just like not like it just felt not loving it, not loving it. And then um, going up there, yeah, we had this amazing experience and then yeah made a baby there. And actually that night, Brenton had a dream 
that night that I fell pregnant, though that day, I don't know if it would have been that, anyway, that day that that happened, that night, Brenton had a dream that we had a baby girl. Oh yeah, my it's just like really weird, like really weird stuff. That is super strange. Yeah, but anyway, so they invited us back up. So yeah. if, like, I'm like, fucking, let's go. Yeah, Brenton's like, I don't know about the baby on the plane. I'm like, who cares? Oh, she'll just, be fine. Yeah, she'll I'll, be fine. I was like, she's like, this is when we should do it the most. Yes, <laughs> I was like, she'll be actually so great. They'll like, only get more, more difficult, difficult to travel with. Absolutely, really. and yeah. like, it's still possible. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, I was like, let's just fucking do it. Like, let's totally. not let the fear of it. Like, people will be right. You know, like plenty of people travel to like New Zealand and Tasmania and Japan and stuff with babes. Yeah, like it's at all that good. age. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so if we do get flown up there, I think we'll um organize like. So it's, it was Matthew Gorge that we went up and cool. Matthew the Elder is still like around. Oh my god. So yeah, we would just like I was thinking maybe we could like organize like a blessing for her or something i don't know oh <laughs> yeah so yeah that would be really cool but yes. yeah because like she was literally made on land there like yes the most like are you gonna tell them that fuck yeah i'm so open about that <laughs> like i'm just like yeah. i've literally told everyone like i'm yeah. just like because i just think like we we live in such we a fucked s- on your sacred land yeah <laughs> But we just live in such a world where it's like, you know, it has to be in the bed and like it fucking doesn't have to be in the bed. Like try having sex outside. Like maybe not in public, but like, you know, like it's great. I hear. (laughs) (laughs) And even if it's like not that great and it's for the novelty, it's still great. You know, like, you know, yeah, you just got to get into it, girl. I do think definitely pregnancy is has unlocked a little bit of a um a sexual side. Are you feeling quite horny during this pregnancy still? Yeah, and but it's not it's like chill, chill, chill on. You know? Wow. Yeah, it's like chill, 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 we need to fuck now. Wow. Otherwise I'm gonna be really sexually frustrated. <laughs> And I'm like a teenage boy. It literally feels like a teenage boy. I'm just like, <laughs> I got a heart on Brenton. Let's go. <laughs> literally, he says that he's like, you're like a literal teenage boy. Like I, like, yeah. The other mo- the other day, I woke up and I had that feeling where I was just like, <sighs> like felt so. <laughs> I was like, fuck. And then, <laughs> and then, um, yeah. I was like, oh, um, I was like, oh. Like, I know, I'll go to the gym and then when I get back, he'll be awake and we can, you know. And then, um, yeah, went to the gym, came back, literally driving in. Like, we have this, like, long driveway now. Driving in, I see him. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to literally walk over there and be like, come with me. And then um, I go, I got in. And then he's like, hey. And then his phone rings. And I'm like, no. Because uh, I had a photo shoot to go to. And I was like, uh, I swear to fucking God, if he stays on that phone. The phone. Yeah. But it was he was some, it was someone like in Canada that he hadn't spoken to for uh, freaking months. And I was just like, Ugh. And so then I was laying there and I'm like, God, what do I do? Like, I need to do something about this situation. And like, I can't go to my photo shoot if I haven't, walked, if I haven't dealt with this because I will not be present. I'll be like on edge, just like not being able to, not being able to focus. My client will be like, what's wrong? I'm just like. Ugh. Anyway, all was well. We got it done. <laughs> However, this is something good to talk about. Tis. It is good mm-hmm. because we had sex and afterwards I bled. And we need to talk about ah, this yes. because I didn't know that it was normal. Yes. And well, bleeding. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Bleeding when you're pregnant 
mm-hmm. is scary. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this was the day. Miss Horny over here went a little bit too hard. <laughs> I was like, let's go. And then, yeah. Was I, this on that morning that yeah, you were talking sa- about? The same morning. Oh, so you got into get off the phone. No, he got off the phone. He, uh, I literally, I was like laying in my bed, just like you know, contemplating, you know. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, it's just not as good. And then uh-huh. I could hear his conversation, and then I heard him start wrapping up, and I was like, yeah, we're on here. We've got 20 minutes. Like, let's so go. Good. And then, um, but then, yeah. <laughs> so then you had sex, and you bled afterwards. Yeah. So then we had sex, and then, I'm not gonna lie, it was rougher as well mm. like I was a little bit I was very into it I was very Fair. much like I was a bit animalistic of me <laughs> to be honest <laughs> like I'm not kidding but anyway and then um yeah so did that and then I went to the toilet and there was like blood and obviously I haven't had blood in a long time and I was mm. just like what the fuck like I didn't I had like a little bit of blood with the implantation bleed so the blood it was like it was the same sort of color as the implantation bleed though like it was that mm. really light red mm-hmm. so it's not like a deep red like yes. when you get those clots with your period and stuff yeah. like it wasn't it wasn't like that um but so tmi because it was mixed in with the semen mm. it just felt like so much more like yes. obviously i had so the blood true. and the semen coming out at the same time so true. and so then uh, oh i was also on the phone to my sister at the time like just before we had sex and because i'm like trying to you know i love my sister i was talking to her but Loki also trying to distract myself and uh, <laughs> and so I called her and then I've noticed Brenton's off the phone so I'm like oh I gotta go and then hang up but then like I tell my sister like everything so then this has happened and I like I remembered her saying that blood is normal and then I couldn't remember when when it was oh. so I ran out and I was like talking to her on the phone there's like still blood and semen <laughs> so <laughs> So fucking hectic. There's still blood and semen coming out of me. And I was just like, just making sure everything's okay. So I called her and I was just like, hey, so if like, hey, um, is it normal to bleed after sex when you're pregnant? And she was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, as long as it doesn't, you don't keep bleeding. Yeah. Like, and it turns, it's like turns into longer, longer bleeding. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay, cool. And then she's just like, did you just have sex just then? She's like, well, just on the phone. And I was like, yeah. She's like, is that why you had to go? And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, okay. I feel like a bit of an asshole. I was like, okay, bye. Thanks for the reassurance. I can't yes. go now. However, I will also say this, that when I saw the blood, I already intuitively knew it was fine. Yes. Yeah. So I already knew it was only... So went to the toilet. Brenton's having a shower next to me. Wiped and was like, oh. And then... Looked at Brenton and was like, look. And then he was like, is everything okay? Like, looked at me and he's like, what do you think? And I was like, nah, everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was, I was looking at myself and then my mind just went on this fucking thing of like having a miscarriage and like going through all of that uh. and like how that would fuck me up and everything. And I was just like, that's when I got in my head and oh, yeah. Yes. And then that's what I freaked out. It's so easy to question our intuition with logic. Yes. And I think it's little moments like that that can happen throughout your pregnancy that yes. you question and then you like everything works out fine and you learn a lesson from it. It's mm. so great to have that experience in pregnancy rather than birth. Yes. Like yes. I've had that happen a few times where mamas will have to learn a really important lesson during pregnancy 
And it's just that lesson's been so helpful for them. Yes, yes, yes. And I think yeah. that listening to your intuition and knowing that it was already okay, like mm. I already knew it was okay. Mm-hmm. I, there was no pain mm. at all as well, by the way. There was no pain. It was literally just a bit of blood and it stopped after like mm. five minutes. And see how good's that to get out there. Oh, fucking oath. Yeah. I wish you messaged I me that. and then I fucking didn't I, reply for like over 24 hours. Yeah. And <laughs> people, people like, cause I also spoke to someone else and they were like, oh, I'd probably let you let your midwife know or whatever. But then, and then, so then I messaged you cause I was yeah. like, I might actually message my, my friend who's a midwife. <laughs> <laughs> she reckons. Just to know, like, you know, it was good. It was, and when, once you sent that message, I was like, oh, sweet. Sweet. But then yeah. we've had sex like a few times. Yeah, I don't, you guys don't even know how many times. <laughs> <laughs> We've had sex after that. Um, <laughs> Miss doesn't think before she talks. Yeah, I know. I love it. I know. It's perfect for a podcast. I'm just like, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we've had sex after that and a few times. To- <laughs> I'm not saying the bound. You can't make me. No. <laughs> I, just want to, I just want to get the point that it's been multiple occasions so that and no blood after that. No blood. Yeah. So I think that was probably a a case of maybe going a bit too hard. But also yeah. that like that's not to say don't go hard when you're pregnant either. Like mm. because I think having sex when you're pregnant, like if you're feeling it, I know that some people don't um, at all, and that's fine too. But like, it's so good. I feel you know like it. Yeah. You feel so good. Like you know, an orgasm is always going to feel good. Is it? Better pregnant? I've def- I don't know whether it's better pregnant or if I've let go more be- since being pregnant. Yeah. That's an interesting conundrum between the two, isn't it? It is. It's definitely yeah. – I mean, it, it's always been great, but it's – I think for me, I'm just becoming way more feminine, way more into my sensuality, way more into myself, way more into trusting myself, you know? Mm, it's yeah. a, such a combination of things. Yes. Um. So, yeah. I agree. Yeah, that it's a combination. Feminine touch is fucking so helpful when it comes to sex, hey? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. When you're just in, such a big topic. Ah. Uh, such a big topic. Like in the middle of the day. I don't know. If I'm going through fucking spreadsheets. Yes. No chance. Yes. But if I'm like creating, even if I'm working, but if I'm creating something. Yes. Like I could be on. Yes. It's you know? true. Mm. It's Anyways. true. I think because my job is so creative. Yeah. So I'm always... Like, I feel like you're almost always in that fam energy. Oh, yeah. Don't and that's reckon? why... Oh, fuck, fucking earth. And that's why yeah. I had to hire a business coach because I wasn't yeah. progressing system-wise. Right. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. why I have so much resistance because I'm like, I don't... That's boring. Like, I, I just want to do the fun stuff. See, I'm definitely the same, same, but on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm too fucking... You love masculine. the systems, I love, hey? I love systems. I so, love... This is the most organized procedures. person I know. I've started using Google Calendar, though. What? Are you only just starting? Yeah, I okay. know. I know. I love that for you. Yeah, it's Good great. Job. I know. It's Let great. me know if you want to learn to color code. It's a Please. fucking game changer. Can, you, can, we have a, can we have a tutorial? Or Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, honestly, and my weeks are so balanced. Oh, am it I not? It really helps with that. Why not? Yeah, like I have, um, yeah, everything's color coded. It's fantastic. That's what something which I'm sure my mum is listening to this podcast. Aren't even surprised to hear all this, <laughs> but I'm the most organized person you'll meet. It's just, it's the best. <laughs> Honestly, I want to get more organized. Like I'm, 
And like somehow I think if I buy more diaries and I (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like, okay, I've got the things. I just No, but I've gotten honestly so much better and like, you know what? Like for sure the creative the creative side is so my element, the back end. And it's important. And it's important a hundred percent. I thrive with creativity and I can create things very quickly. However, the whole system, whatever. I'm resistant to that. That's why I've got a got the business coach. That's why I'm Yes. You know, trying to change that because I want to have a lot more balance, especially when Kiri's here. Like I'm yeah. like, at the moment, I'm just like, obviously it's just me and Breno. Like that's all, like, it's just yes. us chilling at home. So it's yes. like, let's just make as much money as we can, you know? And honestly, creativity is chaos a lot of the time, yes. which is great. Yes. But yeah. You can't Two creatives like, in a house. Chaos with, with babes, like all the time. All the time. It's actually not too bad. Like where our house isn't chaotic and he's, he's a very calm human however we both have little traits that are similar mm. which you can tell that we're creative people you yes. know what I mean like yes we're yes. both very spontaneous and very like don't like to make heaps of plans I've gotten way better yeah. at that though yeah yeah I've so gotten way good. better at that and, we'll and you're good at sticking to plans as well yes yeah. yeah and I yeah I think I'm just I just feel like a lot happier at the moment yes yeah, yeah. yeah. the balance is important and just to clarify I don't mean chaos is in like the vibe is chaotic, but more chaos is in like it's 6 p.m. and it's like, what are we going to do for dinner? Today? Yeah, I don't like no that. Food in no, the fridge, that sort of situation. I don't, I don't I do that. I think it's nice. I, I think it's like that must be a feminine thing because I'm like maybe already thinking about dinner in the morning, you know? Yeah. I'm like, what do I need to get from shops? Or like, do we have food? Yeah. That though is something that I do want to work on in, before babe comes because I just want to get better at like having more like more food in the fridge all the time. So we're actually going to do, um, well, I love going to the markets, like the Noosa mm. markets. Um, and then that way I can like go with a girlfriend and stuff. And that's yeah. something I'd want to do like with Kiri when she's here. I like take yeah. her to the markets and Brenton will want to come with Kiri's there too. He doesn't yeah. want to come with me though. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does. He's just a musician. So it's hard because it's yeah, in the morning. Early, yeah. Yes. It's in the morning. Um, however, I did go late the other day and I got some free stuff. So, so good. If you There's want, pros and cons, right? There's pros and cons. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So we're going to start doing like a Coles or Woolies online shop that gets delivered to the house like now yes. and not for everything. Like I still want to go to like the butcher to get the meat and stuff. Yeah. And, but just for like, you know, the like we tin stuff. Yeah. And like, like yeah. He, he drinks heaps of oat milk. So he, really? he, he just loves coffee. Like we yeah. have like a really good coffee machine and like he yes. just loves these coffees. Like he yes. just won't buy one out now because he just is obsessed with it. That's so good. Yeah. It is really good. Um, so just like shit like that, we're going to get into the routine and like toilet paper, like yeah, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And just it's like, all right, every Monday we place the order for the fucking shopping and then, and then it'll be really good postpartum. It'll be really good. So good. Yeah. So we're going to do that. Um, and I want to definitely step into like more of like get into my cooking more. Interesting. Um, definitely. Yeah, because you've not been like heaps into cooking. Hey? No, yeah. no. And that's for a number of reasons. Yeah. I actually love cooking. Yeah. However, I think it's because I've had such, uh, I've given myself such a hard time with food and yes. like my relationship with my body. Yes, yes, You know, yes. like that's been the, definitely been why mm. my relationship, like my cooking Mm-hmm. hasn't been able to be existent because I was mm-hmm. always trying to eat like so low calorie, you know? Yeah, so yeah. that's definitely something Food that isn't I, fun anymore. No, it's yeah. just a form of just getting things in. So I'm not yeah. full. I mean, not yeah. hungry. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely something that I want to work on um, being pregnant and just like more like slow cooked stuff and like 
just like making really beautiful food for us and making it and now we have an epic dining table and we've both never had a dining table before so so that's like it's nice like I actually like the other night I cooked some stuff and um he was like I like when he was cooking something else and I was like went to eat whatever I had just made um and so I sat down on the ground and he was like Gracie we've got a dining table now and I was like oh like so weird so I'm so used to sitting on the ground yes I swear we're not cave people. Like, <laughs> we actually live in a really nice house. Like, it's beautiful. But, like, we just have been living so simply. Totally. And I, I want to keep you. that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely keeping that energy. But I think it's a really nice – I don't know. It's nice. Something about a dining room table as a family I think is yes, really nice. and it's like, a nice table. And I would love to have, like, you know, you girls over and we have, like, a nice spread. And we're yeah. all just sitting there. It's not and like – you can actually commune over the table. Yes. Like, that's a bit of a thing at the moment. Sorry, and guys. No, go for it. It's a thing, like – with this stage of life, it's fine for me, but yeah, definitely would like to get a dining table at some point. But mm. sorry, what I was getting at is that it's one of those things with a family. I remember f- forever until I moved out, we would have dinner every night at the dining table yeah. and you'd like chat and talk about your day and yeah. stuff. And it, we were never one of those families to like sit on the lounge and like watch TV no. and eat. And I just think that's a really nice thing to instill it from the start I think so too and I think that that's probably something that like obviously we're starting our own little family like we're gonna have our own little traditions yeah I think just being like present with each other like every night like obviously at the start (laughs) we're gonna spend all of our time together but like yeah eventually she'll go to school and having that time but it's really sweet like um lately yeah I guess like it's becoming more real you know um but yeah Brenton's just been like talking about how like because Brenton's so smart like he used to be an engineer before Mm. he like he's literally fucking so smart you know triggers me sometimes (laughs) (laughs) why is he so smart (laughs) um nah it's great but um he's like yeah like I'm so keen to like do homework with her and stuff he's like I'm gonna teach her more than she gets taught at school I'm like I fucking know you will and he's the most present person I'm like you're fucking gonna nail this shit yeah that's so nice yeah it was really yeah I'm like I always forget it's so funny because he is he has definitely morphed into this identity of a muso and especially if you don't know him personally like I can't even imagine what people we talk about this all the time because like you know you see a musician and like I definitely um was guilty of this before even dating like before dating a musician and like you just have these pre preconceived ideas of like what their life is like and what they're like and yeah he's literally like the most kind sensitive man like and just so like doesn't get on he literally never never ever gets drunk like yeah never does shit like just so honest and like he's just yeah he really like and he and you know what like he'll people go to his gigs and he'll like come home and he'll tell me about like some really beautiful people he'll meet like every time you know yeah. like and he fucking just loves it so much that's so good yeah that's and so good I really hope that like because he's so good like yeah. he's so talented and I really hope that like having this baby like inspires him to like really like go out and back himself to like create his own music or go get in a band like obviously that'll come with challenges for us but like it's just such a bigger life than staying in the comfort zone and I just think that like be the best version of himself sort of thing yeah yeah absolutely because I think like he's so capable and um yeah like on the because he has like he's got his own music and he's so good at so good at putting it all together and it's so different and um on the way here I like put it on and I was like I put on like um, 
super hands-free in the car and I was just like singing the song so loud like just to remind him that yes. like his music's actually so sick and so good yeah yeah but, bugger lugs um what's it called in the city comes up on my playlist all the time. Really? Yeah. Aww. Fucking A. Please tell him that. Yeah, yeah I that. fucking love it. Every time, you know, when you have a song that turns on and the start starts and you're like, <laughs> that's so oh, good. I'm in for it. That's that <laughs> song that. for me. Yeah. That's crazy. He'd be so surprised to hear that, I reckon. I really? Reckon, yeah, I reckon. Oh, tell him that for yeah, sure. Yeah, I will. He'll, that'll make his day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's been really nice to have that. Like, I can see him transitioning and like he'll just, he'll be like, like, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm in dad mode now. Like he's just full Cute. like on lawn and like just getting into uh, being a dad. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, we need to get a pram and like we need to get this. Like just thinking yeah. about all of the logical things. Whereas totally. he's just like in that masculine. But that's like sick. Like I love that. Like I don't expect him to be like, all right, so we need to get you nipple pads. Like yeah. you know, like <laughs> I don't re- like he I've has heard about the things called silverettes. Yeah, but yeah. I but I'm super open. Like I just tell him everything that's changing in my body. Like I'll be yes. like, I was even like, I'm starting to get way more discharge now. Like wow, yeah. And he's he's not grossed out by that. Well, he's stuff. like, he goes thanks. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, you need. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Like, well, I'm just telling. See birth. Yeah. And I've started to so I send him like birth videos <laughs> just because I'm like you just need to see what it's like so you're getting yes. used to it you know like and like the proper ones where like chicks are just like and the baby's coming out so like, good just because I'm like well so good. yeah yeah and I really like obviously yeah we're doing your um birth workshop and yeah we've got like a few other things that we're doing just to like prepare us and stuff and and he's also <laughs> He's also listening to Childbirth as a Rite of Passage. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, Rachel I, Reed's book for yes. those who don't know. It's yeah. the big red one. It's so good. So ha, did you put him on to yes. that? Yes. So it's I'm fucking and, shocked that he's actually reading that. Uh, he's listening to it on Audible and that's what nice. I did and it was really good for like when yes. you were driving. And, yeah, yeah. Well, it kind of came about. I just like – because I knew he had fears around birth. Mm-hmm. So I wanted – and. I wanted to, him to listen to that to realise why I wanted to birth at home as yes, well. Because yes. I don't think he – I was really shocked. It was only mm-hmm. after I really read those books and educated myself with other things as well that mm-hmm. I started. And I started just, like, watching more YouTube videos of, like, mm-hmm. um, doulas and stuff. And mm-hmm. anyway, so I just thought if he educated himself more, he'll really understand it more. Yeah. And I think, like, yeah, he – like, and, yeah, and it's really interesting, like – I'm sure that this happens even when you are planning to have a baby. That, but we're having conversations that, like, you know, we haven't had and never thought we would have for a long time. You know what I yes. mean? Like, it's really interesting. Like, it's such an interesting thing to navigate. And, yeah. Especially in pregnancy. Because yes. you say, like, you know, I guess sometimes you would be, like, more planning it. And yes. before pregnancy, having these conversations when it's – it's not as imminent, so yes. therefore not as stressful. Yes. Yeah. I am trying to, though, like, not um, – I guess, like, uh, it's honestly, like, I totally understand why women fall into, like, an anxious – like, they get anxious when they're pregnant. I totally mm. understand why that – it would be very easy to do that. Mm. However, I'm, like, trying my hardest to avoid getting anxious at the moment. Yes. Um, and even just anxious about, like – our relationship and all of that how it's going to change and just really trusting it and like trusting the process of it and knowing that like you know we've we've got we've got this amazing love and and I think that it will just transform and it'll shape us you know and like 
just trying to like just being really real with myself and being like you know it's going to be fucking hard mm. like especially like you know just the adjustment but it'll shape me into what I need to be you know yes. like just trying to and not getting in your head and like what if this happens what if that happens like because I'm I have a bit of fear about being like really overtired when I go into labor mm. like for whatever reason mm-hmm. Um, so that's a fear, but like, I can't just think about it all the time. I've just got to be present because it's a little while while away. Absolutely. And we actually, we'll go through that in the birth workshop as well, where we, cause I see when women come into the hospital, they almost always want to have a low intervention, natural birth, right? And depending, they've all had a variety of different birth preparation things that they would do some more than others, but there will be three main reasons that I'll see a woman voluntarily tap out of that birth that she wanted into a more medicalized version of a birth that she doesn't want where for three main reasons. So one is not quite able to handle the pain of labor. Two is physical exhaustion. Three is mental exhaustion. So all super duper valid reasons, right? To want to stop that natural birth that you're after. So we can do so many things to avoid that mental and physical exhaustion. I feel like the mental one would even be worse than the physical. Yeah. Because really your, our bodies are so capable, you know, yes. like you can get tired, but it's and when you you're... And you get a dose of adrenaline yes. that keeps you going. Yes. Yeah. It's like if you keep your mind state good. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for this workshop. I feel like it's going to be really good. Oh, honestly, you're going to fucking love. Well, and I, it's going to be great for Brenton too. Yeah. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to jump on the pod and talk about it after. Me too. I think we're doing the Jan one, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm in the Jan one. Are you in the Jan or the Feb? I wanted I to do like the Jan. In the Feb. I can't remember. Anyway, we'll work it out. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely in one of them because they're both booked out now. So oh. I know that you're in one though. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I was actually thinking, we were Googling the other day because I was like, do people have, because I'm watching these birth videos and I'm like, no one's having any coffee in the morning, you know, like, do you suggest having a coffee like... <laughs> When you're going to the labor house, we're just thinking about this random shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, should I have a coffee before? Because <laughs> I've still been having one a day and I'm not kidding. It's the best. Honestly, go for it. Yeah. yeah I definitely like, don't avoid it. Well, no. As long as you're staying hydrated, that's fine. Oh, I drink so much fucking water. Yeah. So, like, if you're going through labor and you feel like a coffee, absolutely go for it. I feel it. like coffee would be good, like, you know, yeah. as long as you're not having too much and getting anxious and shit. But, yeah. like... Mm. No, I feel like you'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what cool, was that's there? great to know that you can have a coffee because I thought Thank like... Fuck, I've been thinking about that for months. I've been, th- I've been learning better <laughs> now. I'm just like, I wonder if I can have a coffee when I'm, uh, when I'm in labor. No. What was the question you asked me before the podcast and we said we'd a couple. Um, uh, there was... Oh, so um, I asked Amy whether... Uh, I just had a few questions to do with... Um, going over mm. so potentially because they say that you know first time mums they can you know they tend to go over it or like whatever go past their due date anyway um I said I was telling her how the thought of that makes me not want to get an induction I would rather opt for a c-section because mm. I don't want to go through the induction totally because from what I've heard it doesn't end well Mm-hmm. it will just end in a c-section like that's where my mind goes is mm. like through that process fair and what we sort of spoke about before was like you know once that natural birth element is taken out by like having the induction mm. it kind of feels like fuck it you know what i mean yes yeah i completely hear what you're saying it's almost like when you go to a picnic or something and you're meant to be on a diet but then you have a piece of cheese and you're like fuck it i'm just gonna yeah. eat the whole platter yeah absolutely yeah yeah so 
I loved this question because you, you even asked like, okay, going over 42 weeks and they want to induce when you go over 42 weeks, especially why is it that we want to induce, which yes. I just thought was such a great question that I yes. feel like lots of mamas would have. So essentially the more overdue you go, the higher the risk of having a stillborn birth, which is a super sad thing to talk about, but it is a very real risk that's important to consider. Do you know why that is? No, we don't know. And the science doesn't show. Right. It's not that the placenta just stops working. It doesn't just stop working, um, but we actually don't know. Yeah, mm. okay. Which is strange. And the thing is that, again, is important to consider is that some women will naturally grow a baby in 38 weeks and mm. be ready at 38 weeks to birth their baby. Some women will naturally grow a baby to 42 weeks and that will be the normal time for them to birth their baby. Mm. So it is important to take your own individual considerations. But as a rule of thumb, we don't like going over 42 weeks, especially even some people, you know, get nervous going up to that point uh, because of the risk of stillbirth. Now going over is always your choice always mm. always your choice there's never a point that you know the hospital is going to say like you absolutely have to because yes. it's not their decision but um it is obviously you don't want that as an outcome either so it is important to consider the risk first benefits as, when that comes and I do we in the workshop as well we go through a thing called setting the standard because I feel it's really important in the earlier stages of pregnancy to do your research on things like um the risk of that as you get later on throughout the pregnancy, do the research on inductions, the risk of induction versus the risk of stillborn. And for you and Brenton as your own individual selves with your own individual values to go through this process we call value-based decision-making and set a standard that as long as all goes normal, when am I happy to get induced? That could be 40 weeks for some people, 41 weeks, 42, 43 weeks. Mm. It could be for ages. And the thing is, is that you can always change that standard, but setting that standard early gives you a benchmark to wait for. Mm -hmm. So say if you're 40 weeks and people like, it can be really hard that waiting game after 40 weeks mentally for a lot of people. And it's kind of this sense of, and this is a thing that pops up in birth as well. It's this sense of it's never ending, even though you know it's going to eventually Mm -hmm. end, but because there's not a certain date, It's never ending. So even if you entered labor and you knew, okay, this labor is going to be 36 hours long, you go in there knowing Mm. we've got control. We know what's happening and we can go through that process a lot better Mm. than if we have no idea and it going for 36 hours. Mm. Same as with um, the length of your pregnancy. So if you set the standard, say, in our Feb workshop, you set it at 42 weeks as an example, then you know when you go over a minute 40 weeks – 40 weeks and five days, you're like, oh, I'm so over this. I've only got whatever that is, 10 days left or something. Yes. So No, I totally get it. And I totally understand that. And I feel like if I was to get to even 40 weeks, I'd be like, fuck, like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I think, you know, you'd probably have a bit more monitoring if you went over 40 weeks right like do you not necessarily 40 weeks like you still have your normal weekly appointments Mm -hmm. uh, but you could always opt for more monitoring if you felt comfortable but really the risk between 37 and 41 weeks is the same oh okay so you only have a slight increase at 41 weeks and then another increase at 42 weeks yeah and then again at 43 
Yeah. So. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. 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 And what's interesting is that, well, the most important thing to monitor for is baby's movements, Mm. like at any stage throughout the pregnancy. So say if you got to 42 weeks and baby was still rolling around heaps and heaps and heaps and you felt great, like you could always opt to go another day, two days and just play by ear. Mm. But it is just good to have that date there as Mm. a standard. Yeah. But when it comes to, I just totally appreciate with what you're saying regarding the induction, you'd almost just rather have a Caesar. Mm. Like, and I want to have a natural birth for like reference. Yeah. Like that's from like, obviously wanting to have this like natural birth where I go into labor. Yes. Normally and yes. But like, you know, um, we were talking about as well. Um, so before I realized that before I fell pregnant, the period before that and a few others that year, um, so the period before I fell pregnant was 23 days late. So like really like I, mm. I've always had irregular cycles mm. and then through this pregnancy, like I feel like I'm pretty symptom free so far, mm. pretty symptom free. Mm. Like I'm really haven't been, no, no, I've been pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, and I was, I read something and I need to do more research on this, but how not having your regular cycle can can impact your pregnancy in a different way as well. Yeah. Like a lot of people who find – the people who have less symptoms find that – like they – in this article I was reading, they were saying that – and this is don't – take don't take my word for this. Do your own research. <laughs> but um, they were saying that they tend to have less symptoms in pregnancy, but I yeah. haven't researched the birth part yet. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Touch wood. Maybe I'll go home after this and I'll bloody be like on just vomiting for the next – 20 weeks (laughs) I know I think I'll be fine no you'll be fine but no it is interesting and it is like I've had definitely had mamas with good positive inductions before and we mentioned before the potty that in our birth workshop we do teach heaps of techniques to help you have a really great positive induction where ideally you just get this little like jump start with some syntocin or, or water's breaking or whatever you choose and then the rest unfolds naturally, but mm. I definitely appreciate where you're coming from in that trying to do such a natural, spiritual, sacred process with intervention that has come in, it does just can feel a little bit off. Mm. Would Is there one that you would say, suggest like water's breaking first or having this in Tosin? Or? Honestly, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's totally up to the mama and there's definitely no research on... What's you know, better? Than- what's better? What I do find interesting is that I know at Budrum Hospital, um, they do waters breaking first, give the mama like six hours, four hours to mm-hmm. walk around, do a bunch of stairs, that sort of thing. And ideally, labor kicks off on its own, which it does sometimes do that. Um, but then people can, waters can break and they can chill for like another. Weeks. Weeks. Weeks yeah. and weeks and weeks. So then in that case, they would then just start Induction, the syntosin and yeah. drip. Yeah. But. Um, and, and that's hard because obviously that's great because you're getting to avoid the drip, which avoids a whole bunch of risks that come with the drip. Um, what risks come with the drip? Oh, we'll have to go deep into that in the workshop. Okay. We'll get so into it. All right. That's me. I'm like, let's go it. into it yeah. now. <laughs> but then the water's breaking comes with its own risks. Like I always like to use the analogy, if you imagine taking a tight ring off a really big swollen finger, mm. doing that with some water and soap, with wiggling of the ring, wiggling of the finger, super helpful. So if you were trying to get a baby, a physical baby with bones and fat out of a woman's pelvis, mm-hmm. right? Like 
it's a it's a baby going through a tight hole. There's mm. going to be um, lots of navigating of the baby, wiggling of the baby, lots of wiggling of mama, plus having the waters intact mm. is so helpful. Mm. That's like the soapy water on the finger. Mm. It's so helpful for getting bubs down. So I definitely – I wouldn't recommend a preference, but they're both options that are good to consider. My friend had a baby the other day and she had a home birth and they – well, it's a couple months ago now actually. and But she came out um, – the baby came out in the water with the water still. Yeah, amazing. Mm. I've seen that once before. It's the most incredible mm. thing. It's super rare though. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. awesome that she got to experience that. Yeah. yeah. Did it break kind of as the body came out? No, they had to break it. Wow. Mm. She must have some tough fucking membranes, that's for sure. She's got good membranes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I actually really need a wee. Yeah, that's fine. All right, so off air, I guess you could say. We've decided we actually have nothing else to say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I'm sure we could keep talking for ages. Oh, fucking oath. Yeah, but but is it going to be something that the mamas will appreciate? (laughs) They're like, these bitches are just catching up now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking turn this shit off. I'm not listening to this to listen to your fucking woody coffee girls. I would. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But it's just I'm getting hungry. And yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, one last thing, just because I know we made a big deal about it last one. Oh, true. What happened with the shaman? Oh, we also, I need to tell them about how I got COVID. Ah, just quickly, true, true, true. just because in it. case you get COVID when you're pregnant. Yeah, we've actually had a so, couple of mamas with COVID. Yeah, so Charmin, okay, yeah. So, look, it was okay. Like, it was like a shamanic journey. Obviously, I wasn't taking any drugs. Um, What's that? Like, energy journey. So, he uses a drum. Okay. And it's all about... Yeah, so he like it's like a meditation kind of thing. Right. Yeah, it was it was interesting, but I in complete transparency, I was kind of sussing him his vibe out because I um I want to do ayahuasca. Yeah. So and he does journeys. I know he does ceremonies out there at his yeah, house. Okay. So I wanted to just suss his energy out and see if like I would feel safe around yeah. him and stuff before yeah. I like booked yeah. a thing in with him. He was nice. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like I wasn't like whoa blown away. Nah, but like. I don't know. I'm sort of like... Would you in- go to ayahuasca with him? <sighs> no, I don't think he's the person. Yeah. Now that I've done that. Like, he's great. And yeah. my friends, like, go to him and stuff. But, yeah, I think I think if I did ayahuasca, I'd want to do it, like, out of the sunny coast. Like, go somewhere, like, really out. Like, yeah. either, or go to, like, Mexico or something. Like, yeah. Peru. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that was that. Um, cool. Yeah. And I feel like I'm just in this kind of more of a not searching for the shit right now you know just allowing the shit to come up and trusting that it'll come up and I'll just deal with it when it comes up not like looking for it because I definitely got in a bit of a cycle of that like trying to fix yourself all the time I hear you completely which I think there's a time and a place for that you have seasons yeah there's seasons of really going in and being like fucking you need to bloody sort that shit out yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then there's seasons of being like just allow just be with what is and exactly yeah and then the Rona I got it. Brenton gave it to me for my birthday. The darling, so old school. The darling. <laughs> um, no, but it was it was yeah, not fun. But yeah. I think everyone's experience of it is very different. Yeah, it did make me lose my appetite though, which yeah. has been interesting. Being pregnant and not hungry. Yeah. Um, but it's coming back. So I feel like just today, today, yeah, just today, today. Yeah. literally, yeah. So good, so good. Stoked about that. Yeah. So how long did it take you to get over? 
three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, three weeks. It's a rough journey, hey? Yeah. I was literally so low. Like, they, nobody talks about the COVID fucking depression. Totally. There's a fucking COVID depression. Like, yeah, you feel, I've, I've actually heard of that now that you say that. You feel like... Randomly, I heard that on a Melissa Ambrosini podcast, actually. Which really? Which I never fucking listened to, but I did Random. this one time and they mentioned it on that. Yeah. It's a thing you just feel... I think it moved, that flu must have such a low vibration or something. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was just like, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> and normally I'm like, whoop-de-doo. Like, yeah. you know, that's just not my vibe. Totally. Very positive. And yeah, it just did, I didn't feel like myself at all and so tired. Yeah. Like, obviously, you're tired when you're pregnant, like, a little bit more. Mm. You definitely are, eh? Like, that's yeah. a thing. Like, not like, it, for me, it's not like I need to take naps and stuff. Mm. But, like, you know, it's five now. I'm, like, pretty tired. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair call. How are you? Are you tired? Um, no, I wouldn't say so. You're not tired. Okay. No. I was just seeing if yeah. how you were going. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm... Honestly, I'm feeling pretty fucking good. That's good. Yeah, it's she's a Friday off. Friday off. She's gone for beers. Yeah, <laughs> beers with the boys. I'll be there four months time. I'll be there with my carrier. It's actually cocktails with the girls. Thanks cocktail. very much. Um, much more pleasurable. Yeah, it's true. Actually, it's true. It is. It's actually this. Anyway, we will talk about this on. Just fucking say, girls catching up again. Let's get back yeah, on track. Yeah, let's get back on track. What were we? Um, what was the third thing we wanted to talk about? Oh, bring up your cards. And oh, yeah. Have, so you, since becoming pregnant, you have gone on this whole new creative journey in your business. Yes. So Tell us about that. Yes. So I already, so it was like weird because I was thinking about like my photography business and it's, I just love it so much. However, like I noticed there was other things, there was things that I loved. There was shoots that I was doing that I fucking just loved and I would get so much energy from and I'd be like, whoa, like this is fucking sick. And then other ones I'd be like, oh, uh, it's okay, but still grateful because it's just the best. But I really started to be like, you know what? I really want to go towards pregnant mamas and like capture that. And like, then I love growing with a family. Like, I think that's my favorite thing is like, I meet these pregnant mamas and then like, you know, I see their newborns and then yeah. I get to see their next one. And then, you know, it's just, it's such a beautiful process. And I was like, oh, I'm going to, I think I should start focusing on pregnancy. And I, I want to like create it more of like an experience to come back to yourself and like maybe put some meditation stuff in there. Like, so just stay tuned because I'm not talking about it yet, but it's going to be fucking epic. You should fucking talk about it. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> this isn't going to be coming out till Jen, by the way. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. January. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. No, I won't talk about it. Okay. I'll talk about the next one. That's fine. But anyway, so yeah, my business, I'm definitely taking photos of a lot more pregnant women now. And um, I had this idea come to me before I knew I was pregnant, but I was actually pregnant at the time to create like birth, pregnancy and birth affirmation cards because I already have some for anxiety and stress. And I thought they were for my pregnant mamas. And I was like, yep, like that's such an epic idea. I just flowed so effortlessly. So they're called Blooming to Birth. And um, yeah, they're super beautiful. They're just created with like such intention to guide you back to your body and like your inner knowing and trusting in the universe because like I think I think no matter what pregnancy journey you're on like whether that's one that's like you know you've gone through like a conscious conception and it's also perfectly planned like you're a human being you're still going to have those fears come up especially in our society you Mm -hmm. know like 
yeah, it doesn't matter and you're going to go through whatever struggles you need to in your pregnancy. I truly do believe that. Yes. Of, yeah, I think that's true. Um, so, yeah, so they're really beautiful. I've just gotten the sample for them, so I'm going to be doing a pre-launch. Um, so all of that will be on my Instagram. Amazing. Yes, and then, I mean, you'd be silly not to book your maternity shoot with me, really. That is <laughs> fucking so true. That is so true. It's a whole experience. It's a whole experience, girls. Yes, can't <laughs> wait. Mm. Amazing. Okay, so you are 20 weeks. Next time we chat on the podcast, mm. it'll be 24 weeks. Yes. So in the meantime, what do you have between now and then that you know of? You have that thing with Brenton. Oh, yeah. I have that. I have a midwife appointment next week. Yeah. Just a quick half hour. It's a half hour one. Yeah. Okay. Just like a quick go over the results for the 20-week scan. Where? Um, at. They have a little like office in Maruchidor. So, we've got to oh, go down cool. for that. But then after that, I think she comes to me. Yes. Yeah. At your mum's. At mum's, yeah. Cool. And it's aircon there too. Fuck yeah. And mum would love that. So Yeah, she would. Yeah. I've even thought about labouring at mum's house, but yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe she can go to your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True laboring. swap. Yeah, yeah, I don't think she's keen. <laughs> ah, <laughs> mum, it's house swap. It's house swap. No, I don't. I was like, yeah. Anyway, uh, we talked about her potentially coming to my birth, but I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Keep some stuff separate. Yeah. I'm already so open with her. Yeah. You good. probably don't need to see my vagina opening. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so you were thinking of it, and then. Now it's not going to happen. Any particular reason, or just not? Gonna no, happen? I just like I was talking to a friend, and she had her mum there, so I was, uh, you know, that's what yeah, you do. You kind of like yeah. like visualize yourself in that situation. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Nah. Yeah. If I need her though, she would come. I know she would. Yeah. Like if I was like, I fucking need you right now. Yeah. You're the only one I need for some reason. Just come. Yeah. She would drop everything and just come. I know she Legend. would, day or night. She would. Yeah. She's so beautiful. She's a strong ass woman. So good. Yeah, she's the strongest woman I know. Wow. Yeah, hands down. Amazing. Yeah, fucking Amazing. tell her that all the time. <laughs> How good is that? Yeah, she's she's powerful. Ah. So, you're also 20 weeks pregnant. We're going to start some classes, which is exciting. Yes, I can't wait to get my ass down there, honestly. Yeah. I need it so much. Like, I'm really starting to feel like, I'm like, okay, like, I feel like I need to receive you know mm. yes lots of giving yes but I feel like this time is like as much you know I don't know I, I just need to make the time for myself yeah, yeah. that's it that's it yeah. and it is hard when you've got all this stuff going on in the shoots and stuff but yeah yeah it's it just happen. a little bit busy at the moment like I think yeah. this time of the year is a bit crazy oh, totally totally yeah. I'm excited for when the Wednesdays work because that yes. like even if you just do that the Pilates followed by the yoga. We I have a so few. Too. I call you guys two class Tinas because yeah. you just come and do that and it just it works so well because yes. Wednesdays are restorative as well. So oh, you're always feeling like amazing. it you know, after Pilates. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and we like turn all the lights off and it's just divine. But um, what I was going to say as well is now 20 weeks, you start body balance yes, as well. Yes, I know. Which I'm is so our excited. ultimate Started. physical preparation workshop. So you're going to love Yes, I'm going to have to get the videos off you because I yes. still can't get Wi-Fi. Your Wi-Fi is not wa- – well, I was even thinking that um, I should have asked you to bring your laptop. I have it in the car. We should. I should just airdrop it to you. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Let's do yeah. that. Okay, cool. Um, can't wait to hear how the, all that stuff's going mm. next. I feel like there's not – like, you know, we'll see what happens in the next four weeks because, like, yeah. leaving this one, I was like, nah. 
But then it's shit just all this shit happen. Yes. But then we'll see. Yes. Maybe I'll start to look more pregnant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can't wait. Yes. Can't what do you wait. have going on? We had our Christmas party with oh, the mamas, yes, which was right. fucking was amazing. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. It was so nice to have all the mamas. Um, yeah, just absolutely loved that. I actually did um, a bar class with Tiana, one of our new um, oh, bar nice. instructors today with the mamas. Um, so that was the 9 a.m. that we do on a Friday, and it's just so good. Oh, yeah. I absolutely loved that. It was such a good aspirin. I have no idea how the mums do it. With a babe in the carrier. Yeah. I didn't have a babe. I offered, they were all like, no, 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 I want the workout. I'm like, of course you do. That's you what I'm thinking. I'm like, that's a d- dumbbell that's constantly getting bigger. Absolutely. Like, you're just ch- chest pressing that. Up, up to like nine kilos, some of them. And imagine just holding a nine kilo on your front while you're doing like these hectic lunges. It was just, it was a lot. Yeah, like girls. my ass was burning, let alone theirs. So yeah, it was <laughs> so good. It was so impressive. Um, other than that... Yeah, the huge. We have two weeks off classes over Christmas and I'm actually going away, which is nice. That'll be really nice. Yeah, and then uh, we've got a Christmas sale on, although that's going to be over by the time this comes out. So we actually will, by the time this comes out, have a sale on our memberships, Yoga and Pilates memberships in-person classes. No way. So um, check into that if you're interested. Yoga and Pilates is honestly just the best when you're pregnant. Like it just connects you so much to your body. It's the best. Mm. It's the best form of Pilates. And I'm going to be completely honest, that mixed with swimming, I think is I've the been swimming. ultimate exercise routine for a pregnant woman. Yes. How are you going with your swimming? So good. So good. I got new goggles and I feel like a fucking triathlete. Oh, <laughs> you want to hear the most frustrating thing? I feel like I used to get really fucking frustrated over little things and I've gotten way better at it. But, you know, and you're just in the most irritable state was the other day when I went swimming and my goggles kept fucking leaking oh, no. and then they kept snapping the sides and I kept putting them back oh, together. No. They kept snapping. No. I was just trying to punch out some laps. I had 20 minutes to get my workout done and mm. I spent every single time at the end of the lane emptying my goggles, you trying to redo it, redoing my fucking cap. Oh, oh it was such a How far do you normally go? Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, that's what I do. I think pool. it might have, think it might have died. That's okay. all right. <laughs> it's like I'm done. That's too much. You guys are done. <laughs> it's like, can you stop talking? Oh, we're done. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. All of our podcasts are recorded live in the Facebook group, so you are not only the first to listen to the podcast, but you are able to ask questions throughout the podcast. If you wish to jump into the Facebook group, the link is in the show notes. I would really appreciate if you left a five-star written review, shared this podcast with someone who would appreciate, or even share your recent listen on your social stories. Talk to you soon.